0: I'm a part time rock star. What's up? Welcome to the part-time work work podcast, Part Time Rock Star Podcast, episode 138. This week with I'm my guest Jeff from the band star. Titanosaur. He is New York based and describes his music as punk rock and heavy metal. I featured his song Eater of Death on this episode and uh we talked about that as well as just generally all things music and his inspirations behind it uh we also talked in depth about his health and the strength and perseverance that he's shown keep playing and releasing music uh so hope you enjoy the conversation and i hope you're doing well wherever you may be checking in from um as always Thanks for listening and supporting local music and art and helping build community and all that stuff. Um, definitely check out Titanosaur at the links below in the episode notes or in the episode description. Uh, you can certainly follow the podcast or drop a rating or review or any of that stuff. The podcast is also on Instagram and Facebook, so check in for updates and all that stuff. Um, but yeah. Really, uh, just in uh, some quick personal news and notes, uh, tomorrow night, Thursday night, I will be at Scorpion Brewing down in Southern Maryland, playing uh, a little acoustic set, playing some originals, playing some covers, just uh, trying to entertain, do the thing. Uh, Friday night, I should be hanging out uh, at Harrisburg University at an event uh, Riverfront Park in Harrisburg, PA, because the roots are playing. And uh, hopefully we'll be doing some interviews, and slinging some shirts, and uh, doing all that stuff. And then uh, Saturday, big day for uh, Sunrider Productions, uh, my friends in Catonsville, Maryland. Uh, We're doing a big reggae fest. We've got the Bumpin' Uglies, got the Harbor Boys. Uh, It's going to be a great day, great time. So if you're in the Baltimore area, definitely uh, swing on by. It's hosted out of State Fair, the restaurant not state fair the state fair so uh yeah big weekend again still trying to get my voice back from last weekend but uh thanks to everybody who did come out to those shows and uh had a good time um it was definitely definitely a good one so uh last but not least just got to mention truly strings the sponsor of this show steven is the luthier uh, who runs the guitar shop out of laurel maryland uh, so if you're in the dmv definitely follow truly strings on instagram and check them out take all my guitars there and he kicks ass so yeah uh now we'll get to our conversation with jeff from titanosaur Nice to meet you. I'm uh I'm Brett. <laughs> I'm Jeff. Cool. Of uh Titanosaur. Did I get the band right.
1: I am the band, yeah. Sick. Well, me and the mask.
0: Oh yeah, you got a mask? Oh, <laughs> right on. Raptor mask. Yeah, man. Well, uh, morning. Welcome to what I call the uh the part time rock star podcast for uh us kids here in the, the DMV or Baltimore or, or wherever. Um, where are you calling in from?
1: Uh, New York. I'm upstate New York. Right on.
0: Like, uh, how far up there? Outside the city, like you up in uh, like. Well, I'm Poughkeepsie? about uh,
1: to. Uh, a little further, uh, further up than Poughkeepsie, but uh, yeah, that's that's a pretty close one. Not many people know that one. Um, in between Poughkeepsie and Albany.
0: Okay, yeah. There's a really cool like uh, mountain up there that uh, I've been up to. Yeah, before. Uh,
1: the the Catskill Mountains are ones that people know. Um, Bear Mountain is further south, but uh, yeah.
0: Well, how's the uh, how's the summer treating you? Uh,
1: well, weather-wise, it's beautiful. Um, but health-wise, this year sucks. So.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, care to uh, elaborate?
1: Oh yeah, sure. I mean, uh, I was.
2: uh,
1: I mean, this this sort of connects to my uh, to the single that I just put out. Mm -hmm. Um, I back in February found out that I'm going to need a heart transplant. Oh wow! Um, And it just happened to be like a few weeks after I had written this song for a benefit compilation that was for the National Foundation for Transplants. So, a few weeks after I had finished writing this song, Eater of Death. Mm-hmm. I found out i'm I'm gonna need a transplant soon, so
0: that is a really strange coincidence if you were involved <laughs> involved with that without uh being personally involved uh, like up front like yeah if you're yeah. involved on in the charity side before being involved on the uh patient side yeah that is pretty weird um but yeah'm i sorry to hear about that man that's that's uh definitely gnarly for sure. <laughs> Um hopefully, yeah man, uh we'll be pulling for you, obviously no thanks um but uh yeah, um, so I guess we might as well just kick it off right there. We got the the heart transplant song, man that's so far probably like the heaviest, heaviest song, I think in the history of this podcast so far just to to get right in <laughs> get right into it.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, yeah the, musically it's heavy. I guess uh, the words I use are considered heavy, eater yeah. of death. But uh, it's a very, it's very much about, you know, being fighting, <laughs> fighting for your life, fighting for death, fighting to make sure you are stay alive, kind of thing. Yeah, you know, not giving up. So,
0: word. Well, we could certainly talk about uh, the philosophical or uh, metaphysical ramifications. <laughs> Of all those things, if you like, it's sort of my favorite subject, in a lot of ways. But um, certainly don't have to go down that road this early in the morning or afternoon or wherever <laughs> we're at. Um, I guess uh, I was also curious, you know, with the name. I uh, I loved dinosaurs as a kid, but uh, is that is that kind of why you named the, the project that, or is there like uh, another reason?
1: Well, um, it's 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 about the music. Um, yeah. I was doing the the Raygun Girls for about um, ten years, um, and that's a industrial goth hard rock kind of thing. Um, uh, but it's very serious, and I and, and I love ACDC and I love yeah. uh, you know Ramones and uh, stuff like that, and I wanted to make that kind of music too. So I finally decided, all right, I'm gonna start something new. And that's where I uh, started to do music under a separate name, and then I had to figure out what that name was. and then I was thinking of the type of music. One makes something loud, something stomping, something yeah uh, roaring. So I started thinking of dinosaur names. and uh, most of the good ones are taken. so <laughs> so I had to start thinking more uh, looking more uh, obscure. And I just happened to have watched a documentary um, a few weeks before I started going through this figuring it out and uh it was on the titanosaur that they had just discovered so that sounded like a great name and nobody had taken it there you go yeah it's that simple um it's it's catchy it's memorable it's one word it's easy to pronounce Mm -hmm. there you go sick
0: do you do uh, the music videos that you have up on YouTube yourself as well?
1: I yeah, I do everything. Everything DIY. I, I'm the one man machine. Um, record, write, produce, do the music videos, do the promotional materials, all that stuff. Yeah.
0: And it looks like you might occasionally have some guys in the band, or
1: maybe not. Well, I, I have I have people who help out. Yeah. Um, like I, I did a a motorhead cover last year and with uh one of the guys from Demon Scar and we're actually gonna start working on a, a new motorhead cover for this year. Okay. Um, so yeah, i mean, occasionally people help me out with stuff.
0: Yeah. I uh sometimes forget with um, all the you know emails and uh hipstergramming and all that stuff how uh we came across each other. But I guess then it must must have been Demon Scar. Either I came across oh, yeah, your radar probably. or you came across mine or something along those lines because I met those guys um, in Brooklyn like maybe like a month ago or two months ago or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. they probably mentioned you on Instagram and that's where I okay. connected with you. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Fun
0: group of dudes. We were playing a show with uh, another band up there called uh, Dirt Bikes. I don't know if come across them at all, but... New York City is a big place, yeah. and I very, very rarely get up there, nor do I really enjoy it anyway. It's uh, <laughs> a little.
1: Um, I, I wish I had, wish you know, back, uh, back uh, what, 15 years ago, I was doing uh, a punk, more punk hard rock thing with the Obots, and we were getting a little bit of notoriety. And I wish that the, the, guy, the guys from Demon Scar were around back then and we could have done a lot together. Yeah, um, pretty much the same kind of music, hard rock, punk, a little bit here and there. But uh that's not how it worked out.
0: <laughs> yeah, you said it was more like goth rock or something, is what you were
1: into? Well no, back back then before the Reagan Girls, it was uh, I was doing this punk thing with this band called we call it the Orgasmabots. Yeah. Which then got shortened to Obots. Huh. Um <laughs> Fair enough. And then uh um, we did uh, we did a porn festival at at uh, Arlene's Grocery, and that was our biggest show. And then the drummer exploded, and we broke up. So, gotcha. Yeah.
2: Well,
1: how'd the uh, how'd the old porn festival go? Oh, it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, very successful.
0: <laughs> Thought they only did those in like Vegas or something. I guess I'm wrong. Nah,
1: they, they, they showed Debbie Does Dallas, then we went on. Yeah. and another one, another band went on after us, and they were giving out, you know, free porn and stuff like that. Gotcha. That's
2: good
0: stuff. <laughs> That's cool. It's not like one of those like live sex shows or whatever, right? No, no, no. not like that. Just people getting it on on stage or whatever. No, that'd be awkward. I, I, think, I think that'd be awkward to follow that <laughs> up. You know what I mean? It's like hey, yes, hey just right after the big, uh, the big finish. It's like all right. <laughs> Now we have a rock band from Poughkeepsie,
1: <laughs> New York. So <laughs> Yeah, how do you e- find
0: enjoy.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and we were we were four four guys and mm. me at six nine and my and the bass player singer at the time, he was six four. Yeah. You know, big guys up there. It's <laughs> so not very attractive.
0: Yeah. Hey man. You never know, man. There's there's a niche market for everything.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure.
0: Plus with like the, you know, the dinosaur head that you're rocking now, I'm sure there's like a fetish for that somewhere. Oh, well,
1: if yeah, if I had been back then. Unfortunately, back then I I I, I didn't I missed out on a lot because uh I was taking it way too seriously. Oh. Which is also hmm. part of the reason that the band broke up. Yeah, you scared them all off. Yeah, pretty much. Ah, damn.
0: Well, <laughs> You live and you learn, right?
1: Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Um, so when you function now as a, uh, a live uh, entity, what are you doing? Um, do you just kind of call up your buddies and see who's around? Or do you do solo shows? Or what are you doing?
1: Well, uh, since 2009, I haven't been able to play um, live because of my heart condition. All right. Um, in 2009, I had an emergency surgery. my third heart surgery and so i've been just doing it on my own just releasing digitally uh not online uh so you know cds also but uh just releasing uh stuff online that way um yeah i i I record some live shows live and quote shows um, like I did one for my birthday in April, the birthday bash kind of thing. Yeah. Um, where it's, I just record myself three times and then put it all together, playing straight through a set. So it's something. Yeah, for
0: sure. I uh, I guess I know the, the road well. Sometimes you got people to play with and sometimes you don't. But uh, definitely make do. Um, when you say you're recording it all yourself, Um, does that also mean like the production side of things like recording at home all yourself or do you go
1: somewhere yep no yeah i've been doing it all at home uh, on my own um since 2009 so i've been learning a lot of tricks and techniques and all that stuff um i uh record guitar bass vocals um program the synths program the drums um about uh so it took me about let's see 2009 about uh eight seven or eight years before i got sounds that i'm really happy with but uh i think i i think i got something good there nice do you feel like
0: like the heart condition kind of like softened you up a little i mean like personality wise like or maybe better question is like did it soften your perspective a little as far as taking things Uh. like as hardcore no no No, i
1: didn't i know i've I've, I've always had a heart condition um my first surgery was when i was 21 okay or 20 that was when i was 20. um uh no no it's it's other other things changed uh so i'm i'm also autistic and i didn't know back then um so one of the reasons one of the things was all these other worries that i had going on and and little things um not necessarily knowing how to communicate very well with everybody else gotcha um so the, those those things uh i figured out about five ten years ago gotcha a little too late but whatever <laughs> maybe never know i mean
0: i guess it probably definitely would have been helpful to know up front but i guess uh
1: i don't know well you know i have i have two kids now and and yeah. i had one kid at the time so that made it really difficult Also to do stuff. My wife was working and I wasn't working. I was just playing music. So that was a little difficult, uh, especially like when we had to go on tour and stuff. Um, Yeah. So yeah, it was, it was rough times. Yeah. I feel like this could be
0: coming out of like a massive place of ignorance, but I feel like it's also like a common topic that uh, uh, comes up with just me and my friends or musicians especially because we're all a little touched maybe a little special but um i feel like you know when talking about like autism i've always thought of it as like a really wide spectrum thing as far as like the traits and the criteria go and it's certainly not to say that like everyone's autistic of course or every artist is autistic but like i mean i don't think it's a stretch to say that like certain characteristics are uh you know kind of prominent within artistic personalities and i do mean artistic not autistic (laughs) um so i was just curious like i don't know you ever thought about that as well or if that's
1: uh, incorrect yeah definitely no definitely i I think the 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 the, um the the only difference yeah the only the difference would just be the why so uh you know uh, yeah if i wasn't autistic would i still be making music probably but i probably would be approaching it and being able to deal with it differently than the reason that i use it now yeah like um one of the reasons i make heavy music loud music is because i have violent meltdowns mm. and the way to avoid violent meltdowns is to have another way of releasing that energy So it's like kinetic energy building up inside. And by being able to yell out the songs or play really loud rhythms and feel that vibration that dissipates the kinetic energy. Um, And so that's one of the reasons why I make this kind of music, which specifically connects to being autistic. Um, So yeah, I mean, would I probably be making more like Pink Floyd music if I wasn't autistic and needing that release? probably because i love pink floyd well, and i wish i could do more spacey stuff
0: yeah i know i mean my counter thought to that to that was like half the guys in uh pink floyd may have been some version of autistic or at least had autistic oh well uh tendencies especially sid barrett <laughs> of course who eventually yeah, well, barrett, l- yeah. lost his mind i mean like had people you know in that band not had certain perspectives proclivities whatever you know, they might not produce that music. So I just, again, go back to the spectrum thing. I guess I don't know exactly what the traits are or how they're defined. But I think loosely it's like a hyper fixation. And then... Well, well, that's part of it, yeah. And then it could be a hyper fixation on a lot of different things for a lot of different people, depending who it is. So, like, if you are really, say, into, like, uh, colors... And, like, some people might have, like, a sort of photo synthesis or whatever where they can, like, feel colors, maybe. It's usually mm-hmm. kind of a, more of a far-out psychedelic sort of thing. But I've heard that, you know, you don't need psychedelics or whatever to uh, yeah. maybe experience some of that. Um, if, for instance, that's just the way your brain is, like, wired. So, like, I don't know. Usually those types of people, though, are actually more of a visual artist rather than audio. Right, right. But nonetheless. Yeah,
1: I mean, well, well, well the, the thing is that, yeah, the, so autism is a spectrum. Uh, and a lot of uh, autistic people get, uh, because it's a spectrum, get misdiagnosed right. with other thing with other issues, which, yeah, many, you know, just simple depression, simple anxiety. Right. I mean, simple in quotes, because it's not simple to deal with. Yeah. But, um, you know, and, and lots of musicians deal with depression and anxiety. I mean, without question. Um, And then OCD is another one. um, Bipolar. You know, all these other things. uh, Sometimes uh, there's a lot of crossover, so it's hard. sometimes hard to tell which is which. Yeah, for sure. I actually think it's a little,
0: uh, I don't know, funny or naive even that, uh, you know, modern psychology can claim to classify any one particular thing with one particular way. It's like, man... Good. Good luck. Yeah. Well.
1: <laughs> right. Well, the, the thing the thing about uh, autism is that it's it's more than psychology. It's, yeah. it's, it's an actual biological wiring in the brain. Right. Wires are crossed or or developed differently. um yeah. So there is that, um, which you wouldn't be able to tell unless you dissect the brain. Mm-hmm. So, um, although I I think there are, I think uh, recently there was a study where they actually saw. The activity of the brain difference in, in 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 autistic versus non-autistic, but I don't I don't remember.
0: But yeah, don't that. Well, but um, yeah, cool. We certainly don't have to beat that to death, but you know, <laughs> we can uh, certainly. I don't know. It's just a good thing to get into every once in a while. I feel like I just conversational sure. point. Um, sure. so yeah, you got uh, you got the new tune out uh, eater of death and then um is there anything in the pipeline going on as well
1: yeah so well th- that was a double single so i got eater death and the time is now like the b-side kind of thing yeah um uh so um i've been thinking about how to make a music video for eater of death so that's sort of hopefully within the next month yeah. i'll have something um, but uh, at the end of July I've got a, uh, a cover, a Danzig cover for a Danzig tribute album oh, coming nice. out. Um, so that that'll be in late July. her Black wings. I did that one. Um, and uh, after that, I don't necessarily know, well, I'm working uh, hopefully on a split on a split. We don't know if it's going to be an EP or an album split. But uh, me and another band are going to be putting something out, maybe in November. Hopefully, mm-hmm. um, we're still working out the details. Yeah, gotcha. sure. So, that's the immediate stuff going on musically. Sweet. Yeah, I
0: noticed a uh, common thread. Seems like in your uh, music videos is uh, obviously the uh, the UFOs you got going on, or uh, a lot of rocket ships, a lot of space. What's uh, what's going on there? So I
1: started. I started a theme and I sort of wanted to carry it through It's I got you. a little bit of a storyline um, Well, Conspiracy was the first song from was the first video for the first single off of my last album Absence of Universe, which came out in February Yeah um, And so that's about conspiracy theories, obviously So, gotta have UFOs in there yeah, man. Um, Especially since I'm a dinosaur and lizards are taking over the world kind of thing um yeah, you still think lizard people are running it.
0: <laughs> I, I'm uh, I'm, not gonna, I, I'm not gonna fight you on it. I can't prove or disprove <laughs>
1: it. No, I, I I don't I don't subscribe to the majority, if not all, of the conspiracy theories. They just it just doesn't they logically don't make sense. Um but um so yeah, space. And then uh, the next video, uh, the idea was that everybody's, we're all waiting as a song. And um, the idea is that the crowd is throwing Titano as the dinosaur person's name yeah. uh, into a rock and forcing him to go up into space. And so in the video, I have him go into space and basically meet a gigantic version of himself. And then in huh. the next video, I have the rocket going inside of, a giant titano and going through his brain and kind of thing mm. um, so that's where we're going with that idea yeah fair to, fair to, to call that
0: fair to call that a
1: metaphor of some variety I suppose maybe I don't know it I don't know when I started doing this like stoner rock type of music space just came up a lot I'm, I'm very influenced by monster magnet and so he brings up space a lot too so I guess that's where I got all that stuff yeah.
0: That's cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just kind of going through them, trying to see them. <laughs> and Now I notice that they all are, actually are on a timeline. They're all like a month or two apart. So I guess that makes more sense now. I got to watch them in order. I can't just be, you know. <laughs>
1: can't just cherry pick.
0: Yeah, I can't. Otherwise, I'm not going to get the full, full view. Um, I also kind of assumed maybe they were inspired by like a TV show that you liked or something either uh consciously or even maybe subconsciously i don't know
1: Uh, i don't know uh for the music videos i haven't really thought about tv necessarily when i'm making them okay Um, when i'm writing the lyrics sometimes uh tv shows or movies yeah uh, definitely influence that but uh it's yeah it's more other 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 bands' videos that influence the final version of the music videos that I make. Uh, my kids help me a lot with the storyline and oh, cool. figuring out what to do. So we sort of have a powwow and then they nice. help me brainstorm ideas. How old are they? 13 and 17. Okay.
0: Yeah, for some reason I was thinking a little younger. But uh, yeah, no, they got they got uh, full brain power going there creatively for sure. At that age. Oh, yeah. Well that's cool. Uh especially if they're able to help out. Do they uh they razz on you a little bit? Or are they like uh well, they just all about uh, it?
1: Yeah, no, they they help like um my oldest helps out with uh, the photos and, and filming the videos. Yeah. And my uh my youngest sometimes puts on the mask so that I can film them doing stuff nice um so yeah we're all they're all part of it are they into like uh the creative
0: uh fields at all themselves are they more like uh just into something different
1: Uh, oh my oldest is definitely a a writer um they're they're they write lots and lots of stories that's cool um and that's where they want to go to school uh, to do writing um my youngest uh is still figuring it out so right on yeah all
0: right so we covered uh we covered the songs covered the videos we might have touched on the fact that there just aren't much in the way of shows uh
1: as of yet (laughs) um maybe oh i would love to play on a stage especially some of the like eater of death would be a great song to play on stage in front of people but you know well, unfortunately it... i can't and it's just the heart condition not the band members right 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 yeah it's 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 the the heart condition is just i can't uh, well right now one of the medications is causing it so that i can barely walk i can only oh, walk wow. about 600 steps and then i lose my legs um so like a blood pressure that... thing no it it's one of the side effects not sure why Huh. it's not blood pressure but yeah, yeah. the doctors are baffled, even though it's a listed side effect. Weird. Um, (laughs) So, uh, waiting to be able to get off of that medication. Um, But, yeah, it's really... So, it's partly that. Like, the last Ray Gun Girls show that I played, I was in a lot of pain because of... My knees were just... That was a whole other issue. Oh, gotcha. That was a weird show. Um, So, uh, yeah, I can't really raise my blood pressure too high because yeah yeah my heart just doesn't function very well anymore hence the need for the heart transplant
0: yeah yeah that's, that's a it's a crazy situation to be in i i uh have some experience in the medical field and uh like i'm familiar with like kind of a little bit of what like Elvad patients go through like, mm. uh, like the dick cheney's of the world and like literally don't have a pulse it's it's quite strange like wow battery operated humans but like it's an it's a miracle thing like it works yeah so it's uh it's pretty wild
1: yeah well because of what i, I also i have marfan syndrome that's what i was born with which is causing the heart problems oh. and uh and because of that the cardiologists don't want to do the LVAD. they just because of the connective tissue inside it'd be a little difficult huh um that plus the three heart surgeries that i've already had um so they want to try to avoid that yeah if possible
0: i can't tell from sitting down or on a microphone or i mean on a video chat but i mean i can't tell if you're like 6 8 or something but uh yeah
1: i'm i'm yeah so i'm, I'm i was six ten, but i got severe scoliosis so i'm now uh-huh. about 6 8. oh damn i hit it right on the head <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I had a
0: a buddy, a fellow uh, paramedic, that I worked with. He could barely fit in the ambulance because he had more fans, but uh, mm-hmm. he's a he's a funny dude for sure. But yeah, also probably at least six ten or something like that. I don't know.
1: Yeah, there there are short people out there with my fans, but most of us are pretty tall. Yeah.
0: yeah. Yeah, man. Well, sorry if we dove too deep into your medical history here. <laughs> with, uh, I just can't help but be a little inquisitive or a I little also got, fascinated.
1: I also got some moles over here. Yeah. And... I can turn around, sir. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> I'm, I'm 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 slightly slightly nearsighted. Let's see what else. Yeah,
0: I'll send you the bill later after this for the <laughs> for the doctor's visit here. I just need to see your insurance card, your credit card. All right. Um <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Jeez. But, uh, yeah, man, um, thanks for jumping on, <clears throat> regardless. Like I said, um, just something that's kind of keeping uh, keeping going, keep myself busy, just meet people, you know, kind of help build some community, get some people's music out yeah, there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just kind of, you know, keep doing the thing. And uh, so far, it's been fun, and until it stops being fun, I guess I'll keep doing it
1: yeah no um yeah it, it's hard to meet people when you know especially up here there's only one club that i can sort of reach um yeah. i saw a band called mama doom over there about three months ago mm-hmm. um which was really cool but uh yeah it's hard to connect with anybody yeah and i'm all the way out here and not playing shows so
0: are you closer to bu- it's always cool. are you closer to buffalo than you are to new
1: york city no, 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 I'm I'm only about two and a half hours away from New York. I'm about four or five hours from Buffalo, still. I got you. Yeah, that sounds right.
0: Yeah. Well, maybe you can venture down into the city for the next Demon Scar show. I'm sure those guys are keeping busy.
1: Well, yeah, they they play on Long Island a lot, where uh, near where my uh, grandmother lives. So sometimes we go down there. Nice. Um, you see Granny. See a Demon Scar show. You know, maybe maybe
0: we'll <laughs> granny into the show, get her in the mosh pit.
1: Hey, man, sh- sh- my grandmother used to come to all of our shows back. That's the awesome. Day. Yeah, <laughs> old school metalhead, I like it. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, I guess before we wind it down, I mean, the obvious thing is uh, just kind of clearing up which song or songs to put on this episode. I assume uh, Eater of Death is one um are there is there another one that you might want to put on here as well or talk about or it,
1: anything like that jim I, I mean if you if you want to do one off the last album uh we're all waiting is a great one off of that i mean it depends on what kind of music uh we're all waiting is more punk um all right. the mountain is more like doom stoner nice so happy is really intense yeah i mean it's just, you know it all depends um i also yeah and then and then go ahead the the ep the ep before that was was like really heavy stuff on there so nice very high on fire inspired stuff
0: right on yeah i was gonna ask um you know how you uh describe your music or which bands maybe that are analogous or similar but um i know oftentimes people hate doing that so if you don't want to that's cool too but
1: Uh, yeah to me it depends um it really is what I'm listening to at the time. So, like uh, my second album, which I, I don't promote too much, it's, it's it's really dark. It's really serious. It was I wrote it after my mom died. Um, mm-hmm. That one super heavily influenced by uh, by Mastodon, um, and and I use uh, I do a little like homage to some of the rips and some of the songs. Oh, that's what's um, uh, but other than that, it's it's really Monster Magnet is a huge. Is a huge one. Um, High on Fire is another big, big one. Sometimes Gojira. Yeah. Um, but uh, those three, and then Ramones and Motorhead are always in my uh, in my rotation. Um, so yeah, it really depends what I'm listening to. Uh, th- that's how I write the music. Is is what I'm listening to. What sparks, like like if uh, uh, the beat is like hits me at the right time, then I, I want to do something in that beat per minute. That speed so that's when i start writing something like that um so yeah i i I could talk about it for for hours (laughs) uh which songs influenced what all right
0: well like uh we'll give you like uh one one question then maybe like a musical nerdy question like which song do you feel like really captured a certain thing you were going for like I know for me, it's sometimes like a guitar solo that I'd been really working on, or a riff, or maybe like a lyric that I wanted to like fit in somewhere. So, like, was there a moment or a certain song where you're like, "Yes, I, I got that thing."
1: Well, yeah, that I was. Yeah, going Yeah, definitely. For? Um, yeah, but well, they're 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 the the two that I mentioned. Uh, um, year of death, the new one, and uh, we're all waiting. Um, Eater of Death the riff itself I actually wrote like uh, three years ago and then it was one of those that I put aside because I couldn't figure out what words how to put words to it and um, then I went back to it to listening to scraps that I had laying around when I was trying to put something together for this compilation they wanted something unreleased something new so uh, that's when I put that one together and that was like and once I got the lyrics down um, and the rhythm came out beautifully. It was just like, wow, that's that's awesome. That's really working really well. And uh, with we're all waiting that's I wanted to do something uh, that was like ministry's version of P- the light pours out of me, which I found out was an actual cover of a yeah. song by magazine. Um, and so I was really excited the way that came out. Um, that was exactly what I was looking for trying to get it, so. I love it when, like with the Raygun Girls also, uh, I have a song that I was really excited about because Killing Joke is a huge influence um, for many years. Um, They're another one that's always just a through line through everything. And uh, the last album I put out about two, three years ago um, has tons of songs on there that are really very Killing Joke-esque. Yeah. Um, And so really excited about that. Nice so yeah man it's awesome i like to sound like killing joke because the older they get the the angrier they get so you know it gives me hope for being able to stay angry
0: (laughs) i guess so everybody's everybody's got to have their thing man i uh i hope for the reverse of that so (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for myself anyway but uh yeah we'll, we'll probably just uh call that like uh you know a rap or whatever for uh for the interview if that's cool
1: fine i'll stop talking <laughs> i got no problem
0: <laughs> cool but uh like i said i do appreciate your time and uh and coming on and all that and i'll try to get this out by like you know next week or maybe maybe this week i don't know we'll see how what happens
1: yeah cool man just let me know cool So,
0: yeah, thanks to Jeff for coming on the show. Thanks to you for listening. If you made it this far, the song you're hearing is called We're All Waiting. And uh, if you like it, definitely check it out. It's on Apple. It's on Spotify. It's on all the places. And, uh, yeah, if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, definitely feel free to subscribe on Apple or wherever. We try to release at least one episode a week, if not two. And, of course, if you are a musician out there with new music, you can always feel free to hit me up at the email address on all the socials have a good week